Hang on, I'm just uh, hang on, I'm just I'm just finishing up an email to my boss. Dear boss, Disney and Starbucks are giving their employees a $1,000 bonus. Seems like a cool idea. Thought you should know. Love. Uh, sincerely, Marque. All right, that's out of the What's up, everybody? It's Marque. This is the Marque Show. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. So much news today. So much. Some days I come in here and I go, what the hell am I going to talk about today? I'm going to have to make some some stuff up. I'm going to have to, you know, do what CNN does. But today, there's so much legitimate stuff to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. You know, the, you know I, I'm actually going to begin with a question. I heard this this morning. Do you know what FBI stands for? Any guesses? Federal Bureau of Investigation? No. It stands for Forget Basic Integrity. Or flagrantly biased institution. That's another good one. I heard. This is all on Twitter, by the way. Uh, F and BS idiots. I heard that one too. How about forgot to bleach bit iPhone? That's my favorite. Or uh, or full blown investigation because that's what a lot of people are calling for today. The Republicans, man, they are livid. They are angrier than they've than they've been. I mean, I think since Donald Trump got elected, they want heads to roll at the FBI and they think they have the proof they need to make it happen. I mean, seriously, they've got they've got informants. They've got all this insider information about the secret society inside the FBI. And it's so juicy and salacious. And this really this really could be the turning point uh, of the of the uh, Mueller investigation and uh, Donald Trump's, you know, supposed Russian collusion finally coming to an end. We'll get into all of that. We will get into all of that. But before we talk about potential felons influencing an election, let's talk about actual felons participating in an election. Right here in Florida, there is a brand new initiative to restore voting rights to felons in the state. And this is like, I don't know, there's signatures and there were enough of them to get this on the ballot. And of course, this has sparked a huge debate. But first, we go to News 104.5 WOKV's Stephanie Brown, who it know is like anything having to do with criminals and felons. She's the expert. I think she may have actually spent time in prison. Is that true? No. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Stephanie, so... The only prisons I've spent time in has been around them when I'm, you know, interviewing people, working on stories, all right, things we'll, like that. We'll go with that, I guess. That's fine. So, uh, via osmosis, what can you tell us? What's going on with this new initiative? Why is it happening? And, and what does it mean if it passes? So, right now, felons are able to get their voting rights back, but it is a slow process, a long process, and something that doesn't normally actually become successful mm. for them. So there was a group that came behind a ballot initiative and they got hundreds of thousands of signatures now reaching the threshold where this will actually be on the November ballot for you to decide. The question is going to be if you believe felons should have their voting rights automatically restored once they have served their sentence. Now, people who commit murder or sexual offenses, they will remain exempt. They will still not be able to get those rights automatically restored. But this would cover other felons. And again, they've served their time now. So the question is, should they have those voting rights automatically restored? Before I answer that, let me ask you this. Would Corinne Brown, when she's released, be able to vote? 
as long as she has served her sentence, um, if this ballot initiative passes, then it, I do believe that, yeah, she All would right. get that restored. Well, then I'm totally against it. Uh, Stephanie Brown from News 104.5 WOKV. How many signatures did they get, did you say? Um, they had several hundred thousand. I'm pulling up the number right here. Uh, se- more than 799,000 certified signatures. So that's not even counting, you know, other signatures that right. maybe the Department of State threw out. Are those legitimate signatures or are they like acorn signatures? I mean, are these actual people? These are certified by the state. Are any of them felons? Can felons sign a petition allowing something to get on the ballot? Do we know that? That's a quality question. Uh, <laughs> I am not. A, there's a first time for everything, even a blind squirrel, Stephanie. I'm not 100% sure. But what I do know is the group that's behind this ballot measure, they believe that about 1.5 million ex-felons would have their rights restored if this measure passes. So that's something, you know, especially as you're looking to the gubernatorial election, the yeah. midterm election, and ultimately the next presidential election, that could have a significant sway. If you want to know why so many people in Florida own guns, one in every two people owns a gun. It's because we have 1.5 ex-felons walking around there, uh, which it seems like a ridiculously high number for one state to have. But I'll I'll tell you, so this is going to be on the ballot in November, and then we get to vote on it. And as you can imagine, this has created quite a debate, and we got... Uh, We got some open mics regarding this topic. And when I say we got some, I mean we got a literal crap ton. Like if open mics were fake news, we'd be CNN. This is what you guys are saying about it. There's no way that I'm going to vote for convicted felon to have the right to vote. Isn't that very inception? That's like there's no way I'm going to vote for a convicted felon to have the right to vote. And it kind of goes around full circle. Here's another one. Part of the penalty in committing a felony is the loss of your right to vote. If you reinstate the right to vote, you're lessening the sentence for the commission of a felony. Which is an interesting point. Now what you're doing is you're saying, hey, if you commit a felony, we're giving you a lighter, less stringent sentence. You know, sure, there's jail time. Sure, there's parole. Sure, there's community service, whatever you need to do. But the fact of the matter is some of these rights that we've taken away from you will now be given back automatically if this passes. And that just basically means, hey, a a, a less stringent sentence uh, for no reason whatsoever. Why should someone who breaks the law have a say in who makes them? That, by the way, is deep. That that belongs on a hat or, you know, some kind of that's like, you know, why should someone who breaks the law have a say in who makes the law? Which I think is, I mean, that's something I'm going to ponder for a long time. We already have felons voting. They call Democrats. Wait, you know what? And before that's funny, and we laugh, and that kind of. I mean, I'm sure that there's Republican uh, felons as well. Uh, but it, it it brings up a good point because you have to look at the group behind this, and the group behind this whole initiative is called Floridians for a Fair Democracy. Floridians for a Fair Democracy. They came up with the petition. They got the hundreds of thousands of votes. They're the ones that want it on the ballot. And the name of this organization, first of all, should clue you into how clueless they are because, first of all, the use of the word democracy is totes annoying because this ain't a democracy and everybody should know that and i'm sick and tired of having this debate this is a republic it's a republican form of government that's basic sixth grade civics that's like pledge of allegiance 101 every boy scout and girl scout in america knows i bet you pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands. Uh, but it, I mean, if you ask me, forget felons. Let's just take away the right to vote from stupid people who don't understand how the country works. But besides all that, the use of the word fair should be a huge red flag. The use of the word fair should be a huge red flag. Anytime an organization uses the word fair, with the exception of perhaps Fox News 
and like the actual Jacksonville fair, it's a huge red flag that it's fueled by the Democrats, which I guess would make it more of a blue flag. But it has nothing to do with felons. It has nothing to do with fairness or democracy. They don't care if these people vote. They just care if they vote for Democratic candidates. It has everything to do with the, with inflating the Democratic base. It's a voter creation initiative that the Democratic Party is funding and using to build new Democratic voters. It's like it's like a big anti-conservative clone factory. I mean, everything that, that these people do is to protect themselves from extinction, extinction. So they go out and try to find groups that have been disenfranchised or aren't allowed to vote like dreamers or felons. And they try to do everything they can to make sure that they vote for them in the next election, especially in a state like Florida, where what Donald Trump won by 49 but didn't even have half the vote. And let's not even bring up what happened in 2000. We don't want to relive that nightmare. The, you know, uh, was it Bush v. United States of America or Gore v. Bush? And I mean, it was just, it was a hassle. And all eyes are always, uh, and all fingers are always pointed at Florida. And when you add what, like Stephanie said, 1.5 million new voters into the state, those close elections are going to go away. And how many of them do we think are going to vote for Democrats? Probably, probably a majority. Now, not everybody thinks it's a bad idea. In fact, we got some open mics from people who are like, yeah, this is great. It's not fair how people judge felons. They are really some good people out here. I'm sure they're lovely people. Again, I'm sure they're wonderful people. I mean, by the way, you're supposed to judge a felon. That's how you become a felon in the first place. So you go to court, there's a judge, there's a jury, all that. But yeah, once you get out and you serve your time, true that. However, there's always a penalty for committing a crime. You know, if you if you can't do the time, don't commit the crime. And and you, there are people that are saying like that one guy that said you're basically lessening the sentence. You're taking away from a sentence that we've already established. If you want to vote your entire life, if you want to carry a gun, you know, which is another right that, that felons lose. If you want to run for public office, which is another right that felons use or lose, then you shouldn't commit any crimes. I mean, that's basically that's basically the long and the short of it. If you want to do any of those things, then just be a law abiding citizen for your entire life uh, and you won't have any problems. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Listen, we got to take a break. We got a ton more open mics and a ton more people with a, a ton of opinions on this. But it will be on the ballot. This I mean, this happened. You may not have known it. But all of a sudden, uh, this got passed, this uh, this uh, p- petition got enough signatures, and now we're going to have to go and vote, like that guy said, on whether or not felons should be able to vote. 3401045, your phone call's coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. Should Florida felons automatically get their voting rights reinstated as soon as they're done serving their sentences? Tons of open mic message on, the, on this uh, new ballot initiative. I vote no. This move to get convicted felons to vote is a platform for those on a socialist bent to erode our republic as a backdoor for eventual acceptance of communism in this country with our children and great-grandchildren. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I had to play that like three times before I really understood what the hell she was. That was way too many big words uh, for me to. But I think she said she said no and uh, got something about communists. Three four zero one zero four five. James in St. Augustine. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Doing okay, Mark. How about yourself? Doing great, man. Where do you fall on this? What do you think? Okay, just to let you know. First off, I am a convicted felon. Okay. Okay. So so I'm I'm coming from that side of the coin. All right. I definitely I definitely believe 
that you should get your rights back. I already filed. I already have mine back. I filed to get my gun rights back. That's taken a lot longer, and it may never happen. But look at it this way, okay? You still want me to work. You still want me to pay my taxes. You still want me to be a good citizen. Well, why should, why, if you want all that, look kind of like the whole thing when this country was founded, taxation without representation. If I can't vote, if I don't have a say-so on what goes on around me, then, you know, I'm not really a citizen anymore. And as far as the gun rights go, yeah, you lose your gun rights. If you don't get them back, who's out there committing a crime? Who's out there doing the things with a gun? Those people don't care whether they have their gun rights or not. But when you say no felon can have their gun rights back, basically what you're saying is I cannot peaceably have the weapon in my home to protect my family if need be. Right. That, that, and to me, that just rubs me the wrong way. I think we've got some laws on the books that are outdated. They just don't work anymore, so on and so forth. But I definitely vote yes. In addition, one of the things you may not be bringing up here is it says all conditions of their sentence have to be fulfilled. So it's not only jail time, it's probation sentences, anything along those lines. All right. Well, listen, since you've got some firsthand experience and we appreciate you calling in and let us know all this. What from the time you got out of prison, what was the how long did it take you and what did you actually have to do? How laborious a process was it to get your voting rights back? It's not really laborious. It's just, I mean, you know, you're dealing with a government entity, so it takes a while to get the Right. right. It, it's, not, it's not laborious. You file. You send the paperwork off. I had a buddy who was an attorney who helped me do it. You send it off. You wait to get it back. And there's, there's no reason for them not to restore your voting rights. Now, the whole thing with the gun rights, that's a totally different situation. Yeah, totally different. I may never... I may never get my gun rights back, All right, so, I have files. So, James, let me ask you this. If it wasn't that hard, if you just had to go in and apply, then why should it automatically be given back to you? Why don't we just say, hey, look, now you're out. You don't have the right, but if you want it back, then go out and apply for it. And that really should tell you whether or not somebody who's been convicted of a felony and has served their time actually cares about the right to vote or not. Okay, so let's say you're born in this country. You're raised in this country. You make a mistake, you get convicted of a felony. Okay? Could be anything. Could be a white-collar crime, anything stupid. You get convicted of it. Right. Well, now you do have to file. Okay? We're all about, especially election time, we're all about everybody needs to get out there and vote. Everybody needs to get out there and vote. Well, everybody does. Why make it one more hurdle for somebody to go vote? Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good personal, point. My personal feeling is this, for the right to vote. My personal feeling, let's not base it on a felony. First off, my personal feeling is nobody except a natural-born citizen should have a right to vote. Okay, if we have we have 300 people cross the border today, they get they get citizenized. Okay, they get their citizenship. Right now they can now they can vote. Now pretty soon we've got a bunch of foreigners over here that are voting and affecting our policy. All right, but that, and that's a great James. I got to take a break. I really appreciate it. But you know, and and that's a great point. Look, if you're an American citizen, you were born here, you made some mistakes, and you served your time. Why shouldn't you have the right to vote? Now I've heard a couple people argue say, hey, you didn't want to live by the laws that govern all citizens. You didn't want to you didn't want to be a, a member of society like we were, and you wanted to take the easy right out way out. Or, you know, you broke the laws that we all live by so that we can be polite members of of the United States of America and of Florida. Uh, you know, personally, I'm not from this country. I was born in Canada and I couldn't vote till I was 28 years old. And I went through the process. I got naturalized. I got the I became a citizen. And now I can vote. Uh, so, you know, we're basically we're basically basically treating uh, criminals like Canadians.
And I'll tell you, Canadians are way worse than criminals. Most of my relatives are Canadians. I can about half of them are also criminals too. Three four zero one zero four five. Got to take a break, but we will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. All right, I am going to talk about future felons of America, the other FFA, or as we like to call them, the FBI. Not the field agents. They're good people. And I know there's a lot of them here in Jacksonville. In fact, a good friend of mine's an FBI field agent, and he's on special assignment. I can't tell you where. We're talking about the upper echelons of the FBI and the uh, the secret society within the FBI that worked together both during the election and after the election and probably, you know, as they're probably meeting right now, let's be honest, to try to figure out how to get out of this mess. All that coming up. But first, we got to talk about convicted felons. This is a thing. This is a story. This is something that's going to happen uh, on the ballot here in Florida later this year. There is a measure, the the uh, Floridians for a Fair Democracy, which, again, I have so many issues with that, that group organization name. Uh, they have gotten the required 700,000-plus signatures to get this initiative on the ballot to restore ro- voting rights to convicted felons. Currently, there's three states that have a lifetime ban on voting for convicted felons. Uh, number one, Florida. Number two, Kentucky. And number three, Iowa. Every other state event, you know, has a less stringent policy when it comes to voting. Get this in Maine and Vermont, Maine and Vermont. This should not surprise you at all. Current felons serving time can vote. Isn't that amazing? They have the, the most lenient policies in Vermont. If you are serving time in a federal president uh, penitentiary, you can still vote in an election. They must you know, bring the, the, the ballot boxes to you. Because I don't think they give you like a furlough or, or anything like that. But that's, you know, and so we're at one end, they're at the other. Now there's this group that says, hey, we think that when uh, convicted felons are done serving their time and, you know, all of their all of their requisite penalties are met, they should automatically, automatically get that right back. Now they have to go through a process. We just spoke to a guy who called in and said, look, I'm a convicted felon. I went through the process. I got my right to vote back, but it's still not fair. You expect me to be an upstanding member of society. You expect me to work and pay taxes. You expect me to, to you know, to be an American again. But you're taking away one of my essential rights, and that is the right to choose who represents me. No taxation without represents the same reason we dressed up like Indians and threw tea in the harbor, you know, 250 years ago. Not we. I mean, I was young then. I didn't have uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't there personally, but uh, some people around the station were. Uh, I won't mention any names. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. This is Steve uh, checking in from Jacksonville. Steve, thank you so much for calling the Mark K show. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Doing good, man. Thanks so much for holding, Steve. What do you want to say about this issue? Uh, well, the previous caller, he made most of my points. Um, I'm not sure that it should be automatic, and uh, I'm not sure that they could really make the process any easier. Uh, it is easy, like you said. It's just time-consuming. Hmm. But uh, my problem is that they need to go back and, and check through some of the laws. Um, in my case, for instance... I was pulled over, and this has been almost 40 years ago. I was pulled over. I had two people in the front seat with me. Um, they led to a search of the vehicle. Uh, they found some paraphernalia underneath the passenger seat where the passengers were sitting mm-hmm. at. Um, and, of course, they denied it was theirs. And since I was the owner of the vehicle, I got charged with it. Okay. And I think that that's uh, it's stupid for me to lose my voting rights and gun rights over something like that. Mm-hmm. How long have you been out of the, uh, the joint? I've, I didn't go to jail or anything for it. Oh, you were convicted, but you never went to jail? 
No, not for that. All right. So that was, you did know. You, did you go to jail for something else? Just went, paid, paid court costs and paid a fine and that was it. Okay. Well, you, sh- but so you have your voting rights now. Uh, no. Well, I do now, but I lost them because of that. For that how was a felony. So how long were, were you on probation or something? I'm guessing, right? It, uh, for, there was no probation. It was just the, uh, the six month uh, suspension and okay. So how long and, uh, did you lose fine. your voting rights for? Like just six months? I mean, because again, you're talking about convicted felons who s- ser- serve over a year now. That's what we're talking about. You should. Are you sure you lost your voting rights? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen, Nate. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. that. Seems odd to me because I was under the impression, and again, Stephanie Brown is our is our expert on convicted felons and uh, the laws surrounding them. So I'll bring her back in here. But I thought that was uh, I thought it was only for convicted felons of and who served more than a year. And uh, but you know, again, what the hell do I know? Stephanie from Jacksonville. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you? Great. Thanks, thanks so much. Oh, Nate. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. What do you want to say? So I, I definitely support you know going through the process that's already there make them show an effort to get their voting rights back but i also think the petition kind of piggybacked on tragedy um when we had the disaster snap um food food benefits and you know hundreds of people were lined up around regency and on all the yeah, other counties i remember that's where they were getting their signatures so they uh so they went over there and they said hey here's a big line of people let's see if any of them are are, are for or against this exactly i mean they were in full force out there yeah well i mean and again because they are looking to increase their base this is a this is a way to recruit members of the democratic party and they're going to make sure you know they're going to go in there and say uh you know governor rick scott a republican is against this and governor rick scott uh, pulled back the leniency for you because charlie christ a democrat was all for it and under charlie christ there were uh, you know looser laws regarding convicted felons being able to vote and Charlie Crist made 100,000 felons, gave them, just handed them back the right to vote. Uh, everything was forgiven. But then Governor Rick Scott, a Republican, came back. And since then, it's just been it's been lights out for convicted felons. I just like playing the the, the cell uh, door cell slamming effect. So I try to do that as much as possible. Uh, and then, you know, what's going to happen is these a lot of these felons are going to get their rights back and they're going to go and vote for Democrats because they're going to be afraid that Republicans are going to uh, are going to, you know, restrict those rights yet again. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number. This is Neil. Oh, that's not Neil. Neil's gone. Neil had some stuff to do. Uh, this is Don in Jacksonville. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, I'd like to weigh in on this issue. The, All right, go uh, ahead. Jump on the okay, scale. The, okay, the ability for uh, felons, convicted felons in the state of Florida, to get their state uh, voting rights back has been in place for a long time. Mm-hmm. The fact is that it's free. It does require that you be on the state on the straight and narrow for like ten years or so. Hold on, wait. Uh, did but, you hold on yeah. back up one second? You said it's free. They don't have to pay any kind of money or anything. You could actually get it done for free. Oh, okay. Not even kidding. And here's the amazing part. Less than two percent of the convicted felons in the in the in the Florida system actually have bothered to do that. Well, so, I mean, yeah. you're absolutely look. There, and I was just talking to Rich Jones in the hallway about this. There are so many people in the state of Florida with the right to vote who don't. 
you know, maybe we should be concerned about them. Maybe we should focus our time and maybe if the Democrats want more people to vote, they should go out and canvass the people who are already registered, who are already legally able to vote in this country. Maybe they should go out and convince them that, hey, their candidate has something uh, you know that will benefit not just the state, but the country and, of course, the voter. Maybe that would be a good use of time. But it's much easier to just go find people that don't have the right to vote, uh, get them registered and then drive them to the to the ballot box and give them a free cell phone uh, once they prove that they've they punched the ballot for the Democrats. But I mean, you do bring up a great point. It's 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 an, a, a small amount of people that even give a damn. It's a small it's two percent of felons, according to Don. Again, I've done no due diligence because, you know, I don't I don't really I don't really like to. Uh, but according to Don, it's a small percentage of people. It's easy. You don't even have to pay. You know, you read some of these things online. People say, oh, it's so difficult for uh, convicted felons in Florida to get their voting rights back. But we talked to two people, one of whom did it. And he said it really wasn't that hard. It was just a long process. It was time consuming. OK, why should it not be? Why should it be easy? Why should it be easy? Get their get your rights back, but but you know don't necessarily make it automatic. Prove that it was something that really affected you, and you want to make sure that that you have that right. And if you don't, then who cares? Hey, Joe from Jacksonville, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, doing well. How are you today? Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say, Joe? Well, I uh, I'm coming at it from the convicted felon uh, side, also. Okay, and, meaning you uh, are a convicted felon. Yes, sir. I am. Okay. I am. Do you want to tell us what you did, or is that is that like personal? No, no, no. I uh, I used to have a big uh, class three machine gun collection, uh-huh. and uh, those things are just getting outrageously priced. And uh, I, I made two extra and put the same serial numbers of some guns that I owned onto the guns, and uh, I got caught with them, and I did my time. Oh, so you do? So wow. So you were like uh, counterfeiting machine guns. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, but if I took them out and shoot them and I had my paperwork, they were legally registered to me. And right. They weren't going to be sold to some terrorist. That's fast. I didn't even know that was a crime. All right, great. So you did your time, and did you look? Did, now, can you vote now? Did you get the? Uh, did you go through the process? Where are you? No, sir. I'm, I've been out for twelve years. Uh, you know, I've, I've never been in trouble before. In fact, I worked with nuclear weapons for eighteen years. Okay. I mean, that's kind of the background I had, and uh, just stupid, just real stupid. Right. And uh, my big thing is that most people don't even know what a felon is. You know, they say, no, you should not have your gun rights back here because you're a felon. I'm like, what is a felon? You don't even know what it is. Yeah. That, I mean, so, that's, uh, that's true. That's a good point. So, so, but uh, back to the voting rights. If you don't have your voting rights back, I mean, you could get them, though. You could go through the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going through the process right now. I just okay. became eligible. Right, but I, I don't think it should be just an automatic thing. It should be like uh, when you go to buy a gun, you got to pass the next background check. It should be something like that. You know, they right. they look at you and say, "Okay, you don't know child support. You're not a wife beater. Uh, you've done your time. You've done your probation. Blah blah blah. You know, something like that." But All I right. don't think it should be just given to you. All right. So that so you're saying convicted felon rights uh, or voting rights for convicted felons shouldn't be automatic, but machine guns should. Oh, no, well, no, I wouldn't do oh, okay. that, well. <laughs> All right, no, man, I was sorry. I, <laughs> I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks so much for your call. 340-1045. That's fascinating. We got a lot of people left on the line that want to comment. I got a couple more open mics I want to play for you, too. Uh, this is the Mark K Show. What do you think? Should we automatically hand back voting rights to convicted felons when they're done serving their time? Or should we keep it as a lifelong penalty for committing a crime? We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. For these felons and voting, all they have to do is move to California and get a driver's license and they'll be able to vote. 
What do you call a felon who moves to California? A penal implant. <laughs> I guess a penal transplant. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. Either. <laughs> you know what? Forget I said anything. 340 <laughs> uh, We got a bunch of people still on the... We, you know what? We have a lot of convicted felons who are calling in. I have, I literally have three convicted felons on the... I had no idea this show was so popular with convicted felons. This is Jeff in Jacksonville. Jeff, thank you so much for calling the uh, Marque Show. How are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good. What you Now, you're a felon as well. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, weigh in on this. Tell us what happened. What's going on? Well, um, I won't get into particulars, but okay. I did 12 years. 12 years. And uh, violent offense. Okay. Um, and uh, since then, I've gotten my life together. I'm a small business owner, successful. Mm-hmm. And within four years, I will have owned my own house. Okay. That's so great. I pay taxes. I do best I can. And Republican. All right. Could have voted for Trump if I could have. <laughs> you're, you're trying to sway everyone who's calling in saying no. <laughs> uh, I, I see what you're doing there. So do you? are you convinced then that automatically you should have had your right to vote restored? Absolutely not. Oh, okay, good. That was my question. Well, so why not? Well, I think I, I, I think it should be easy enough to have them restored. But you know, when when I got out, I didn't just automatically was handed a driver's license. Right. I had to go and I had to go through take driver's ed again, and you know, go through the online thing. You know, with the teenagers and the drunk driving, and you have to go through all that. Mm-hmm. I got it back. It was wasn't hard. Right. I had to do something for it. You had to prove had that to you wanted it, yeah. It. I I don't think it should be impossible. I think it should be fairly easy. Now I've I've applied now I will probably never get my rights restored. And why do you think because that I why am is a it violent offender? Because you're a violent offender. So there and yeah. here's the thing too, and I appreciate you calling him and I appreciate you admitting all that and, and sharing that with us. And here's the thing, uh, you know, uh, murderers, uh, sexual offenders, they still under this new ballot measure if it gets passed, will be in the same boat. They will still not be able to uh to have their their voting rights restored. Real quick, Robert in Jacksonville, you're also a felon. Yes, sir. All right, what do you want to say real quick, Robert? <laughs> I, well, I was convicted in Kansas. I had a little bit of moonshine on me. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> What's had, a little bit? <laughs> um, well, I had 10 gallons. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wow, I want to party with you if 10 gallons of moonshine is a little bit. Anyway, go, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just think people's misconception of what it takes to become a felon is sometimes a little bit warped. Um, if you yourself have ever taken one pill out of your prescription bottle... Taking it to dinner with you, uh, you have committed a felony. Yeah. If you accidentally sped through a school zone too quickly, they could convict, convict you of one. If you- yeah, if you're carrying 10 gallons of moonshine with you through Kentucky, uh, or Kansas, rather, or probably either of them. Robert, I really appreciate it, man. That music means that I'm all out of time. And uh, I guess, you know what? We'll talk about the future felons of the FBI tomorrow, right here on the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV.